Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. Chandra, how are you? We've had a lot of changes, you know, in our background decor. I am uh, I'm in Florida currently in this kitschy little beach hotel close to where I grew up. And you are back from tour. Back from tour. I'm back from a week at my brother's house. I was gone for 15 days and I'm happy to be home. It's really nice to be away, but walking into your home with your sheets and your things, equal parts. <laughs> I like don't feel like there were often times that I've said I'm happy to be home, but I do feel like after such a long trip, because 15 days is, you know, the long end of how long I travel with the kids. But also, I think it is my book deadline looming and my mind needing to be doing that. I don't have a choice after I have to write the book and I really can't do it on the road with three kids. So um, I think that was part of it. I'm always inspired to work in the times that I have the least amount of time. Such a double-edged sword, like jotting notes in your phone notes or whatever you have on hand to try to trigger something for later, a memory, and sometimes it works and sometimes you can't catch that feeling back, but I hope you're finding it now that you're home. I know what you mean about like wanting to capture it and you can't. And I do that a lot, like when I'm on a walk or sleeping. <laughs> and so then I wake up and like try to remember. But for those, usually for me, I can, it's like points of the story that I need to incorporate. You know what I mean? So it's not like when I'm on vacation or somewhere, I can't, I don't work as well. No, no, absolutely not. And it sucks because it's the, the time that I feel most like alive and motivated to work. I work differently. I would say that I have come to a place where I'm more, I need the routine of sitting down and focusing on what I'm doing every day, kind of at the same time. I didn't always used to be that way. I don't know how I used to write. I forgot. But whatever I used to do since the pandemic, since I finished my first novel, is like I still write in that same place where we lived during the pandemic, this small two bedroom apartment. I don't know. I feel like my process is becoming usefully sedentary or usefully prescriptive. I remember sitting down years ago, we had hired a writer to novelize one of our comics. And he had said that every day he had to put the same hat on. He would like put his writing hat, literal writing (laughs) hat on. He would go in his office, he would make a cup of tea and he would close the door. And that was like signaling to my body that it's time to work. And at the time I thought, I will never be that responsible or structured. And now I get it, you know? I, I go in my office, I light the same candle, this boy smells candle that I love. And it's there's something really triggering about that and there's something methodical. And you know what? I think writing for beauty and writing for structure is different than writing storyline, writing threads. 
that requires so much more actual focus and dedication in, in a lot of ways. So it's hard to do on the road. Yeah, it's interesting to think about all the different types of writing we do in like one project and to really be able to differentiate. I've never really thought about that before, but I like to take walks too. And when I take walks, I like try to find those lightning bolts to like kind of mend maybe like the tapestry where it's ripped, so to speak, or or whatever. But I feel like that's so important and it's its own kind of thinking. But then the writing is very methodical. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's weird. It's so so we I've been here now for uh, I don't know, like eight days or something like that. But when we got in, um, like I flew in for 24 hours and then was so motivated because it was nighttime and it was like the sun was setting. It's so beautiful. And then I had to wake up the next day and fly to Nashville to uh, well, this will air actually when the music video is out. But I'm playing a villain in the new Coheed video. Oh my gosh. Really like a weird full circle moment because it's a character that is in the new book that we created and we work with NECA to make these like beautiful masks. So we had this like replica mask of this character that's made from nothing and it was was really, really cool. But it took me, I shit you not, 30 takes to put lipstick on. Like put... Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I did not know you were doing that. When Yeah, you said you were making the video. I didn't know. I, we had never discussed the details. That's so, I can't wait to watch it. To be fair, I didn't even know the details until Claudia was like, oh, we're shooting a video and you're in it. And here's the treatment and this is what you're doing. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'll do it. Like, let's see what happens. He's like, well, can you act? <laughs> we're going to find out. <laughs> but it was really like, fun. Sure. Really hot. So hot layers and layers in this warehouse with one window unit and a mask on with a full face of makeup under the mask. And then I come to Florida back here where it's 98 degrees and it is just misery. Misery. We went to a theme park today, Misha, a theme park. You're brave. I would have wilted. Uh, Yeah, we were there for a few hours. I'm like, we have heat stroke, mom. We have to give up the dream. Oh, I know. I feel bad because I've meant, I feel like I've mentioned this to you before, but it's like, I don't want to leave Charlotte. We have a lot of friends and family here, but it is like that weather makes it hard. You know, I would love to bring the kids to the theme park. That'd be like a fun day, but I, I can't do it. It makes me sad and tired and unmanageable. We've all been duped. We have talked about this, but we've definitely all been duped into thinking summer is okay into thinking that the heat is acceptable. And it's definitely hotter, obviously, than when I was a kid. It's true. Yeah, I have a fantasy of us moving to like Maine to a cabin. If there's any colleges in Maine who need a creative writing teacher, I feel like I would need a really good job. And then I would be like, sorry, we have to move to Maine. And then I wouldn't be so hot anymore. Oh my God, I thought of something today at the horrible theme park when I was probably in a fit of delusion, but I thought of you. Aw, Maybe we're all one soul mm-hmm. and we all have to live every single existence that is happening right now, which is rotating. Wow. But what about like time moving in the future? Does that time not change? We come back to like the 80s or 70s when we were born or? I guess so. But we, we were all essentially like descendants and equals of ourselves. 
at different times. I don't know. I don't know the logistics. I'm not a scientist, Misha. Um, you need to write. I can't even do philosophy. third grade math. Wait, I got a great idea. Write this out. Okay, write it out. I'm here to help with the philosophy. If you need, as you know, the only podcast I listen to is Philosophize This. So <laughs> I'm ready to help with the philosophy, and we'll sell it, and then you can be the cult leader, like Elrond Hubbard. Oh my God, that's. And then we'll get all our goats. Like the barracks or whatever, where we will live. This is, see, this is how I segue from this identity to my cult's destiny. So today we have Lexi Rule on the show. Lexi is a mama, wife, and chief of staff for an AI technology company. She met her husband, Tucker Rule, drummer for a band called Thursday, backstage at a New Jersey show 12 years ago. The couple celebrates their six-year wedding anniversary this September. Previously residing in Brooklyn, they moved to New Jersey and had a baby in 2020. Lexi is currently focused on mastering the art of raising a badass little girl, balancing a demanding career, and doing it all with a supportive husband who is on the road playing in various bands. Everyone say hi to Lexi. Hi. You guys hear me okay? Oh, now we can. We can hear you. We can hear you. (laughs) Why is technology so irritating? I was like, Tucker, set me up one of your nice microphones. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh, cool. Fuck you. (laughs) We've all lived through this. This was like the last six weeks of our lives. Why can't you help me out, dude? This is like your thing. Like you you care about this kind of stuff. Why aren't you doing it? He could find me the microphone, except he told me he didn't want me to do it in his studio because it's hot in there. Uh, like, oh, you'll like die in there. But I, meanwhile, I'm like freezing in my house. So like, I don't really think he knows me. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but it's funny. I've been doing like voiceovers for work. Uh-huh. They've been like making me do these voiceovers. So I, I've been going in there and using one and I was like, oh, I'll sound so sexy. It'll be so fun. <laughs> and then he was like. Yeah, it's like way too hot out there for you. And I was like, all right. So I'm in Florida at the moment. And there's like one little window unit in this hotel room, like one of those skeezy, like push button jammies. And I turned it off because I was afraid it was going to like noise. Yeah, I'm uh, so I'm glistening at this point. But by the end of this, I'm a mascara. I'm either making you so uncomfortable (laughs) that you're sweating or you're just crying. This is just my face. So wait, t- voiceovers, t- tell us. Okay, so let's just start with this. This is a great yes. this is a great jump off. So I work for a machine learning AI company. And we kind of have a product offering that's like a framework or a platform, whatever is easiest for you to follow and track since it's complicated. That is very new. And so we're initiating all these types of videos and kind of how to's to make machine learning extremely simplified for those that are not well versed in it, but also for people that are to kind of like simplify how you're explaining things or whatnot. So there's all these uh, little voiceovers that are popping up. And I got a message one day that was like, so we know your husband, you know, is in, in music. And so we thought you might have the proper microphones. So then I made Tucker like set me this thing up and his drum room and we go out there and I don't know if he likes it or not, but I really like the way my voice sounds on it. And so I decided the first pass, we did a long recording of them. So I just was, you know, take, take after take after take. And he just did them in one like audio file so that they could cut them off wherever. 
And I didn't say anything. And I just sent it to the guy and I did all of these accents. So like the first four were completely normal. And then I just started like doing a New Jersey accent and a British accent. And like, honestly, I was like, you should go with the British one. Like, I think it took him about like 20 minutes to get back to me. And then he was like, so and, um, like cut 709, you switch voices. And I was like, yeah. And then I told my CEO and he's like, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> these are the ones we should use. Like, cause they're, they're not so serious. Everyone's so serious. That's so annoying. So, well, I was kind of thinking that you would give the rest of the interview with an English accent. Hold on, I have to embrace it. <laughs> I have to like feel out. I should have worn maybe a different outfit. Yeah, it won't be good. <laughs> I was actually just reading my um, daughter, Pow Pow Fish. I miss Pow Pow Fish so much. I do a voice for Pow Pow Fish too. Apparently, this is like my secret thing. This is <laughs> this is the answer to your question. I secretly <laughs> do like different voices. I didn't even know until right now that I'm saying that I do it in a lot of ways in my life. I didn't even know. But yeah, Pow Pow Fish is like, I'm a Pow Pow Fish with a Pow Pow face. And I just where he's all over the place. Like he has no inflection in his voice. He has no will to live. <laughs> and it's like, love, love, love. Like very boring. You should have done the audiobook. I think that if you read that for YouTube and put it up, like all the parents, but you'd like make money. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Like dress up. Some of my side hustle. Because <laughs> I have so much time. So all the crap that my child, now that he's eight, has like gone through, I'm like, damn it, there's this has 12 million yeah. views on this video of like a cheese singing. And everyone's always having kids. Yeah. yeah. They're always having kids. So those kids are going to watch something a hundred thousand times each. I know. I know. This is it. Wait, my new thing to fame. <laughs> I can't wait to tell Tucker. He's going to be so good. <laughs> he could actually do the acting. He could dress up as the characters while you're like doing the voice in his fancy microphones. Hold on. Do you get one of our Christmas cards, Misha? I don't think so. Maybe I did. I don't remember. We should get a Christmas card because every year... I make Tucker dress up in this. Well, I don't make him actually, thing, no? but I make him dress up and we do like a different scenario. They're never serious. They're always super weird, but he always wears this wig. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Is it on your Instagram? Uh, I think there are. So this year I made us ice skating. Um, so we have ice skates on and, he, and we're in these tight outfits and he has a billowy shirt with the whole, like it's, you know, wide open in the front. And I don't know if I'm wearing like a headband or whatever, but he's wearing, oh, he's wearing the headband <laughs> and the wig. It's funny because you know how on your iPhone, it identifies your face recognition and then it can name the person so that you can kind of find them. On my phone, that version of Tucker, it comes up and his name is Tommy Diamond. <laughs> I think I think Tucker spells it T-H-O-M-M-Y, like <gasps> That I saw that the other day when I was like going through the faces, I was like, oh, and then it was him in the wig. I don't know if I like that or not. We also incorporate <laughs> it into Halloween usually. Um, so I've worn it as like a short wig, like tucked in to be, we were old people one year. So we, we really try to use that, except we never use it in like a sexual way, but I'm going to. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> It's time for me to unveil my true self. I'm going to be like, I'm a pop pop. We got real weird tonight. And you're already naked. So yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I'm Anniversary. Down. 
<laughs> I like, yeah, party on top, nothing on the bottom. Shit gets real weird when you have kids. You're like, I'm out of ideas. I'm so tired. Life is exhausting all the time. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to phone this one in. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. She just dances Elvis. That's our, um, like, I don't know how to say, like, if you just put that, or she actually goes to ask for it, to be honest, on Alexa at this point in time, but she sings, like, all the words to Suspicious Minds. No. Oh, my gosh. Cutest thing ever. It's funny because she has specific ones, and when she doesn't like them, she... It, Every single time. It's not just like fluky. It's she doesn't feel the beat or something odd about it or not feeling the lyrics or whatever it may be. But she literally will be like, Alexa, next. Or I don't like this one. I don't like this one. I don't like this until you change it. And then she's like, okay. And then she starts like singing. But it's funny because sometimes there's a few in a row that are not up to par. And she's like, next, next. And you're like, whoa, geez. Their little but- brains just. I know, but um, yes, be opinionated, be a badass and tell people what you fucking want because like, it's not going to be easy for you, my friend. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't like this out. song? Skip it. Yeah, you don't like this song? Yeah. Tell me to fuck off basically and change it. <laughs> like, I'm fine with that. Has she seen uh, Lilo and Stitch? Someone told me this the other day and I had no idea that it's like based. I have to, yeah. we didn't do TV for a while. And I honestly, because Tucker wasn't touring and I had a pandemic baby and it was been a, quite an interesting two uh, years and three months, you know, or however long it's been. Um, there was a point in time where he just came to like the television and like was like, okay, like what can it be? And for a while it was just sing, just sing, but you know, no, there's a like sing too now. I, yeah. I should I should have a little variation, so maybe I'll try it. And then someone also told me this bluey thing is like Australian. I, I love bluey. Know. I love it. Okay, it's so right, it's cute. Like dogs, right? They're dogs. They're like really cute. There was one episode that made me cry. I mm. might have been PMSing, but it was definitely like they are playing their baby game, and one of the dog ba- girls, little little girls, are like playing this baby game, and one of them has a baby that's premature. And so then they like make a plastic Tupperware just like at the hospital and they're like playing with it. And then they like say, you can't touch the baby unless you wash your hands. It was like all, and Asa was very, he's premature. And so he like lived in the hospital for a little while. And so- This is my incubator. Yeah. And it was just the cutest little episode. Yeah. It does sound a little bit cryy, even though- It's fine. Yeah. You're like, I you, wouldn't Gabba, cry. You, you know? might cry. No, and Tucker always gives me shit because at our wedding, he cried and I didn't. And my <laughs> response was when he, you know, and it's not my response one time. It's my response is because this is a topic of conversation that comes up like often enough that I've said it a few times. Like someone needed to keep it together. Like someone needed to keep it together. Like you can't all be crying. It's like the worst. So I was like, I guess that was me in that moment. But yeah. This is actually something we talk about a lot where it's like you have to have one of each in a relationship. Yeah. And it's not only just like one aspect of your life. No. And it's not even like yin and yang. Like someone can is a little more type A, someone cleans a little bit better, someone doesn't like the dishes in the sink, like that. So maybe we'll clean differently, but he doesn't like the dishes in the sink. And I'm just like, later, 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 you know, because 
why is this so annoying that I get the pots and pans that like have to be washed when I'm like a working mom and just need to put everything in the dishwasher? But then you're like trying to like do the healthy version of things. And so you're like, I don't want this shitty pan. So I'm like getting this whole thing. And then I'm like, shit, I didn't read the fine print that I'm going to have to hand wash this. But when it is in the sink, he will be the one to like scrub it, put it back. And I was the one that used it. So that part's nice. So I'll clean like everything else, but he does like it. Yeah, there's a balance. The shit you don't like to do, someone else has to <laughs> like to do. Hopefully. The key and to life. Many other things. Yeah, the key to life. That's how people stay married, right? You just feel like, <laughs> oh, good. You will do the dishes in the sink. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Or you just like truck on. You're like, God damn it. Why yeah. That's one true. thing and you're just like oh you can't change people I will make dinner and then Adam will do the dishes before he eats and I'm like Adam the food is hot like that's how like, type a. Yeah. I actually kind of like that <laughs> no I'm like the food's getting cold you're making me stressed out just eat honestly I don't know about your husband but my husband eats like standing up so quick like before I even put a fork in something <laughs> it's done yep. So it's like, I, I don't even know that they care. I think they're so used to, like, good segue. <laughs> they're so used to, like, eating crap and, like, shoving something down their throat. Or at least my husband is, right? Because he's playing a very rigorous instrument. So he has, like, it's not a very specific list of the way things go down. But he can't eat too close to this show. He's, like, running a marathon during it. You know, sometimes he plays like in two bands. I have no idea how he's doing that, but he does it. And so it, I understand like him wanting to scarf something down so that he's like in the mindset and also not feeling like sick and icky before they play. So maybe that's just like tour life. Sandwich eating. Yeah. Adam does not eat for hours and hours before he eats like once kind of maybe at lunch a little, but then eats like after. Yeah. Same. Yeah. The afterlife. Claudio will eat salmon and broccoli. Every day. He has like really bad reflux. So he'll mm -hmm. eat like a really early dinner and then save his like after show food for the next morning. And it's okay. so sad. I'm like, your life is so sad. When you <laughs> I feel so bad for you. I'm eating all this Actually, catering. It's so funny. Yeah. No, it's so funny that you say that because I think everyone thinks it's probably the coolest thing ever. And I think when you're in it, you just realize, particularly once you have kids or when you're they're a little bit older and it's not like party time anymore it's so fucking boring like it's yes. it's like you're in the middle of nowhere you're like looking outside for a coffee if god forbid you're like and you wake up early like after the kids you wake up early i don't know about like tucker still does right so he's like up early and no one's awake you're like sneaking around a bus to like not you know cuz some people go to sleep late some people like sleep like a little bit later and then they just kind of like, you're literally parked next to a dumpster. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're in the worst place that you could possibly think. There's nothing around. There's no one smiles. And you're just trying to like figure out if you have Wi-Fi. Honest, like, let's yeah. just be honest. Let's put yeah. it out there. You're figuring out where you can take a shit. Like this oh, is their- yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. It's like this whole conversation that's yeah. just like in your head, where can I even go? It's <laughs> like then, no one wants to drink coffee in the morning because- there's questions. Yeah. Especially, yeah. yeah. You have to like kind of try to like push it to the <laughs> venue open. Oh, it's like such a thing. So it's so funny how it seems so cool. But then when you're in it, you're just like, oh, this is rough for, for like for a few weeks, like whatever. But when it's the long hauls, you're just like, I, I do feel bad. 
like I'm home in my cushy couch and they're like always around people. Oh, always. And people who think that their lives are so much more fun than they actually are or like people we were talking about this earlier. I'm in Florida, which is my homeland. Um, okay. All my family are here. The first show was in Miami last night. No, tonight is Miami. Tomorrow is Tampa. Okay. Um, and I have like 70 people on my guest list. And for those people, it's, we took the night off. We're ready to party and like have a great time and show up and rage. And it's like a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know what month it is. My kid's going to yeah. bed at eight o'clock. Yeah. We, we can't really hang out that well. No, I know. Or then like. There are some days I, I'm like, I play victim to this too, because like I I'm pretty mellow in my normal life. And so like, sometimes I feel that way too. Like it's my break mm-hmm. or something. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out the other night and we had a 40th birthday and my one girlfriend was like, just ready to party. And we, and I like got sucked into it. I don't necessarily <laughs> know by choice. I think I was just like, you know, there at the right time. And she's like, we're doing this, we're doing that. And I like looked at Tucker and he was just like, I guess you are. Like, I I don't (laughs) even think I had a choice, you know? And then the whole time I was at this bar, I'm going, oh, I have to be a mom in like four hours or like the countdown. And then someone else came that kind of alleviated my needing to be that thing man at that moment. So I was like, James, we gotta call an Uber and like, we gotta get out of here because I was like, our opportunity. You know, like, cause we were, I, Tucker didn't wind up coming uh, with us and cause he went home cause to alleviate his mom from the babysitting gig. Right. And so like, I'm like just there and like waiting for my opportunity, dancing with drag queens. I lost part of my necklace. I was like, this, these that are sounds really fun. Yeah, it was. Sounds I good. Was, lose that part of the necklace. I was like, where is it? Like on the dance floor. I was like, what's happening? How did this happen? Keep it together, Lexi. You gotta have nights like that. There's nothing more humbling. They're amazing. And then it's like you wake up and you realize, oh, you don't care how terrible I feel. <laughs> you no. don't care that I didn't they get any know. sleep. They don't even know. No, she doesn't even understand that life. Oh, my gosh. That's where Bluey comes in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's right. I did. Luckily, I did feel fine. But I, you that's it, you have to figure out if you're ever going to be out and about your like, kind of special cocktail that you can still feel okay in the morning. Exactly. That's why I only really drink wine. Oh, so wine is, yeah. I can't drink wine. I've heard people say that too. Yeah. yeah. I just don't feel good. Tequila. Tequila. Apparently. Yeah. Fine. I feel like if I have a banana and, you know, like some <laughs> oh, like Gatorade or some like actual water. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why I can't drink water at like a person, like an adult person. What do you mean? You have to get a straw. You have to have a straw. Do you have a straw? I do. I have, I have the cups. I have like all these Starbucks cups with those nice straws and I put the water in them. I'm like trying to trick myself. I ha- I just got some hint waters the other day and they are pretty bomb. Yeah. Okay. Or what about like putting fruit in your water, like strawberry pieces, frozen blueberries? Does that yeah, work? I'll do some cucumber. Mm-hmm. I just find it so boring. You know, I'm like, well, there's coffee. So why would I do this? so funny because it's so dehydrating and opposite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it is. No. Why do I have no iron left in my body? My magnesium is depleted. Oh, free basic coffee. When you read the the test, they're like, everything's normal, except you have like a vitamin uh, D deficiency. (laughs) And you're like, well, that go figure. Since I work in my house all the time, like basically, (laughs) and I'm 
the fairest human of all. And I'm like fearing for my life when I go in the sun. And then they're like, so you need to take like a special um, dose because it's so low that like you trying to get it up would literally take you a year. So we'll put you on like a super dose. So you can start, you know, leveling it up. Yeah, I know the sun is scary too. I mean, it's not scary. I love the sun, but it's like, I don't want all that. I'm not here for all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should interview, you know, this was fun. We're done. Yeah, this is good. This is good. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we covered what's something that listeners would be surprised to hear. And that is that you have 70 voices. Yeah. You're a voice actress. I'm, I really should segue into this, I think. Yeah, that's going to be the next phase of my life. I'm so glad that we're speaking now and I got to figure it out. Like what's something else besides your voice acting prowess that listeners would be surprised to hear about your life? So weird. Cause I think like you become so, well, actually not everyone. I think people do a better job than me, but I'm so in this mom mode right now that it's so hard for me to think of things that are like mine. Um, Cause you're just giving all the time. But I think like, I don't know that it's necessarily a crazy thing, but I think that my life's course kind of allowed me to like have this alone time and I crave it and do the, I do really well by myself on my own in my own thing. And I think that's probably helped me in my relationship since uh, Tucker's gone so much, but it's something that I like honed very young. And I think I put time and effort into kind of putting myself into super uncomfortable positions um, which might, might be, they were uncomfortable for me, maybe not for everybody, but I also think like people would, be like, you know, oh, you went and left the country and had no hotel room and stayed somewhere for 30 days and had all of your things stolen and like came back, things like that. So I I just spent a lot of time like figuring myself out and makes me like a better person today for myself and for my kid and for my husband and just to be able to live in this time that's really draining and kind of connecting to those things just spending the time when I was young to figure myself out a little bit more to make myself a better human probably for myself today. Were you always like an independent sort of living life to the fullest? I think yes. Well, I don't necessarily know that I'm living it to the fullest because I'd be doing a lot different of things than I'm doing today. Um, I would not be like in my house in New Jersey. Yeah, like might probably be somewhere much more exotic um, than uh, New Jersey. But no, I think that I grew up uh, and my father left when I was pretty young. And I saw my mom kind of have to hustle and do and live a, a little bit of a different life, right? So there were a lot of things that were provided in one life that then we're not or kind of in essence taken away and like held hostage a little bit through their divorce and things that just like we didn't have anymore two houses and like cars and just like a whole different thing and I remember I would go home with my kindergarten teacher like after school because at the time like care was different or, or what I don't know if they had like after school programs at that time when in 1852 when I was like, <laughs> but I don't remember it. I just remember going home and so I think there was definitely a level of independence that was gained from seeing that and living that life and then I kind of just fostered that I think I had an older sister five years older than me much we're much different and so I think there are things that I saw in her upbringing and things that kind of like freaked me out. And I just early on just started to really make independent choices. And then once I could get a job, I got two jobs 
because I was just like, oh, I want to have a little money. But then I was also like, oh, I want to build my wardrobe. So like I got a, a job at a clothing store. And I think I just like established myself probably in a much more independent way. And then there have just been things like I don't necessarily know for good or for bad. Tucker always has this conversation with me. Like it's okay to uh, allow yourself to like rely on other people. But at the same time, like you go through stuff. And it's not that you don't want to rely on someone else, but you always want to be there for yourself. You're the only person that can really pick yourself up at the end of the day, get your ass off the ground when like shit's really fucked and pick yourself up. People can tell you stuff, but it's really like you doing that at the end of the day and kind of figured that out pretty early on and made money and then got to take some time off and didn't work for like two or three years, just like based on my own merit, things like that. And I hope to instill that. I don't know how you learn it. I don't know what it was or what happens, but it's definitely different well, than my sister a little bit. Like I took things in, in a different way, did something different, have taken like different career paths, really have done a bunch of stuff and learned about a bunch of lessons in all of those spaces. But yeah, it is pretty interesting. So I guess I would say, yeah, pretty independent from the beginning. <laughs> when I marched up my driveway when I was four and told my mom, I didn't want to see my dad ever again. That moment. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was heavy. Yeah. You're saying like, you don't know why you you're like that or why you don't necessarily want to rely on someone. But I feel like maybe you answered your question at the beginning, you know, or you answered that thought at the beginning, because it's obviously like you saw your mom go through that and you want to be like, I'm never going to do that. I mean, so it just seems like a, a lesson that you really internalized. And so for Birdie, I don't know, you know, it's like, you don't want her to have to internalize that lesson, <laughs> obviously. No, I think, But I do think it's kind of, you want to instill this like strength. And I and I don't know if you feel this way, but there's always this. And I, I don't know why I react to it. I don't act necessarily react to it, but I get this like internal feeling and I change the conversation. I don't know that anybody comments on like the looks of your female child. Uh, like that's the initial conversation that they have with you. And I'm always like turning it around. So if anybody's like, oh, she's so beautiful. I'm like, and you're smart and you're funny and you're strong and you're like, and we do this thing at night and nothing. I pointed her brain and I'm like, you're smart, you're kind, you're powerful, you're strong. And then she, and then she, she goes, and I'm important like every night. And I just, I don't know. Like, I just think you have to like have this different mindset because I think the world is a lot more challenging at least when I was younger things were just a little more simple also yeah. our television shows were so much better let's just be honest there's just like it's so different when I'm like looking at all this stuff yeah I definitely think that she might not have that same like lesson of walking up the driveway perhaps that I uh, attached to at, at a young age maybe or if that was the catalyst for the way that I am today but I definitely like want her to see things outside of the box. And so when I like hear certain things, I like make it, a, I don't know why, but just make, like, make it a point to change the way it goes a little bit. Yes, you can be all those things, but you're also like all of these things. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. We're all undoing so much damage that people did totally not recognizing it and thinking that this is just the way that you parent and oh, I'm, Everything is related to how somebody else feels about you, right? Like, oh my gosh, you did artwork. I love mm -hmm. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You realize how much of the choices, like every day of my life, the choices I make are based on 
how is someone going to perceive this thing? And I'm trying to undo those, those things. And I know many people who also are. And so the way that we treat our kids and the way that we instill pride in them about things that are really, truly valuable and not fleeting, it's important. It totally is. And there are so many challenges that they face in a different light than I think, and much more severe, right? I think we all had certain things that probably came up at certain places and times, but it's just like that much more intense now. So I feel like if you don't have that from the start, like some core internal way to shape and how you are and how you're feeling and those validations that you do in yourself, not like needed from someone else, again, coming back to, I guess, really like relying on yourself for these things. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard. Kids are so mean nowadays. Like I just don't remember it being that way. Or maybe I do and just really didn't give a fuck. Probably. I don't exactly know what that calculation was to make me feel that way or to stand up for myself in like a moment that I needed to or whatever it was. So I don't know. I guess we just like throw spaghetti on the wall and hope some of it sticks, you know, like whatever that may be. So yeah. Yeah. And teach them how to, you know, how to feel good. And because I feel like if you're excited about yourself, you're proud about the things you're doing, you are confident as a person, like it doesn't matter what life throws at you because you're impenetrable. I think the interesting thing too is I mean, I don't know how y'all felt, but I never felt that becoming a mom was like this defining moment that I needed to do that. And so it was more interesting for me, I think, because it was like a choice. I think I could have done either. And I'm so happy. And whenever I hear that someone's having a baby and they are excited about it and like it's something special that they're doing and and happy about, I'm like, oh, it's like the best club ever. But then there's also like this whole side of me that I lived a long life without a child. And that was really great and instilled a lot of things and provided me like time to really hone in on stuff that was important for me. So now when I feel like I'm being a little bit selfless, like I had a little time to do all the selfish things a little bit. So I don't feel so disconnected, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, you have to get some of that back. You have to, you know, salt that into the to your life. But I think it's kind of interesting when you have perspective on those types of things, move through the channels and float, float a little bit and let them do their thing and be a huge part of it. Because they're only little for so long. It goes by so fast. No one gives you till you're like, you wait. That kid's gonna be walking in like four seconds in a blink of an eye. And then they're like, oh my God, they are. Lexi, I remember a night in San Francisco. Do you remember this when I was, I don't think it was when we met, but it was like the first time we hung out and you were talking to me about deciding whether or not you wanted to have kids. Did I say we need to shit or get off the pot? Like, did I say something like that? I was like, I'm either going to like want to like be living somewhere crazy and like have a motorcycle and go like ride a motorcycle. Probably this is like, was the conversation. Cause like I used to scooter through Bali and I just like that feeling of like, you know, just like you could go anywhere and like kind of carve your own path in a weird way. And just like be on this adventure a little bit or like, we're gonna do it. I, it was probably shortly after that we got pregnant. 
It was because I remember, I think you, you, I don't know if you messaged me or I just saw the yeah. announcement, but I was like, oh my gosh, we had just yeah. talked about it. I was like, she might've been pregnant then. I, know, I like how we should go back in time and figure it out. Because yeah. um, the first doctor I went to, so Tucker was gone for basically my first trimester and he happened to be home when we got pregnant. It was super fluky, like 32 hours. I was working. He came home. I was at work. And I was spotting and I thought maybe something like bad had happened. Like, you know, I wasn't familiar enough with everything and no one teaches or talks about these types of things. And so I don't, my head automatically went to like maybe a, a more negative space. And I remember I was working and I was just like, well, I don't even have time to think about this. Cause like, that's how my life is at work. It's very like, there's a lot of pivoting. And so I, it was just a pivot. Like, what is that? I don't know, pivot back into work kind of. And I kind of forgot about it in a way. And when I got home, I like noticed it again. And I said to him, oh, this is so weird. And he had like literally walked in the house probably two hours before. And I was like, I guess let's go get a pregnancy test. And we lived in Greenpoint. And I remember being in the Rite Aid, being like, yo, where are the pregnancy tests? Like anybody could have been around me. Like I was very like, I thought that it was an impossible thing. Like I wasn't even thinking it was something. Nor did like we have them in the house. Like it was just like weird because I guess we were not being careful and kind of trying. And then, um, yeah, he had to show that night and, or excuse me, he had to show the next day. So I like went to bed. I was like, oh, fresh pee, fresh pee. You know, I don't know. And so I was like, oh, so I'll do it in the morning. So we're waking up. We have to go to it, taking, taking back his flight. Oh, and, um, I think it was in like long Island and we like took this test and I forgot about it. Like you take it. Usually you're like sitting, waiting. I like walked away, came back in the bathroom, was like, holy shit. And Tucker came in and looked at it and like, it's going to be hard, but so I'll like, you know, walk everyone through it when they're listening, like stares really blank at me and then just turns right around and like walks into our bedroom. And I was like, oh, fuck. you know, like, what? Uh-oh. and then I like went in and I was like, are you, are we good? Like, is this, are we good? You know, like, what's the deal? He's like, is that for real? And I was like, I mean, uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Right. And he was like, uh, so what do we do? And I was like, well, we'll make like a real doctor's appointment and then we'll like see. And so we went to the show and we like, didn't talk and, you know, like we didn't talk about, it. like, it was like, kind of like, you know, when you're going on vacation, this is at least how I am. You're like going on vacation, you get on the plane, you're on the plane, but like anything could happen yeah. still. Like, I don't know, the plane turn around, like whatever, you might not get there. There might be a delay till your feet are in the sand is like when you can just settle. Um, and so I think in the morning we went to the doctor and she like, it's like, you're pregnant. And there's like this little video that we have. That's like a boomerang. And it's like, I'm going like this. And then we literally walked back to our apartment and he got on a flight and left. It was like literally the weirdest thing ever. And then when I went to this doctor, she kept arguing with me about the day I conceived and like battling me on it. But you know, when you're like, listen, the shit's in the calendar. Like it was only yep, home yeah. for these days. But like she was like, yeah. 
Well, is she the only person you were with? <laughs> kind of vibe and I've lost my mind on her. I actually, I went to her a few times and because I was alone, I oftentimes think a problem you have with somebody else is a problem you have with yourself. Like it's you, not, it not it's not you, but it's like something's going on that this is happening and is like, I'll look internally first. So I was like, it's something, you're, you're doing something, like something's going on. And then I went a few times and then Tucker came with me, like after, you know, a few visits or whatnot. And she didn't even say hello to him. She didn't look at him. She didn't utter a word. So this is very New York city. Cause it's just like, they're turning him out. You know, like they don't know. I don't even know if she knew my name, to be honest. And I like was up in these, you know, you're like laying down and they're doing this. And I just like envisioned myself, like kicking her in the face during my birth. And I was like, it is officially over. We are moving on, you know? And then she got in an argument with me about the flu shot. I will not go into the specifics of that conversation, but I was like, okay, like I'm out. I just can't do this with this person. And we like moved on, but it was so strange because it was really uh, one of those things where I was like, no, I swear it was with him. Oh my God. And, and, I, and I remember just being like, so this is the deal. I'm pregnant, right? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, cool. So I don't need to battle on what date this happened because I actually don't even care. And she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I was like, yeah, right. Weird. What a shitty experience. Weird. So weird. You're like, get the hell out of here. I'm not going to let you remove a child from my body. The saga of my pregnancy, like how I felt completely fine and was like just totally chill during the whole entire thing. But how many like hoops to jump through and then to have a baby the week of the pandemic when they were partners <laughs> in and so I had like had this one doctor that I hated from the beginning. Then I had changed over to midwife. Then we moved to New Jersey. So I changed over to a different uh, midwifery in New Jersey. And then like, and I had to meet the doctor, but then I was like, you could have the baby with me. He was cool, but I was like more aligned with the midwives. And then I like hired my doula. Things are happening. We finally move into our house, which was like a whole saga in itself. And then it was just, okay, so you might not be able to have Tucker in the room what and I was like working full-time and so we, we coursed that he was there she was there too my doula so I changed like just quickly I changed my birth plan so we went to a um, birthing center which was about I don't know like 25 minutes away or whatever um, from our house and we were home four hours after I was on my couch four hours after which honestly, I just wanted to do a home birth, but I didn't have enough time, yeah. right? Like it, it, it you, like a few weeks probably to, to set it up unless you're just, I don't know, using your tub or something, but you still need someone there, I think, or I would have wanted someone there. So yeah, so it was like so wild. And then it was, we didn't let our parents hold her because we didn't know what was yeah. going on. So I don't even think, they, yeah. I think it was about a month and a half before you could even start testing. And then I think my mom waited like, two weeks for a test she was like the first one and got to go ahead then we finally were like all right you can hold her like I mean it was Scary. so weird and so just like a different Tucker had never been around kids touring was not happening mm-hmm. I lost my job when so you she had was a- 10 days old they let me go and took my mat leads that so we were like I don't think that's legal I don't like that under the guise of COVID. Obviously, like that's where my head went to, right? Like, how could this be? And they did it to, to the majority of women um, that were on um, maternity leave. So it wasn't just me. So it felt like 
you know, and they did keep like one person that was pregnant. They let go of someone that was pregnant. So it was weird. And I remember calling lawyers and them just being like, we're so sorry. Like COVID is such a gray area. Like many people had babies during COVID. Many people have extreme circumstances. I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, have this insane story, but it is a little wild and outside of the norm and no one was expecting these things and you kind of don't know what to do. And you're just like going through the motions and just doing what you can. And at the end of the day, they were kind of like, just take this like shitty, I think it was a four week severance package and move on. We just have put money into a house. We had like literally upped, like it was so crazy. And it was just kind of punch after punch, but you, you're the only person that picks yourself up. And I remember crying myself to sleep and then my milk starting to just not, like I wasn't producing as much. This is in like the first week. And then I remember being like, you have to stop. You can no longer do this. You like having a conversation with myself. You can't do this anymore. You just need to get over it. Like life is not fair and you don't have money for formula. Like literally <laughs> like that was like, sin. it was oh, like, you have no money, Lexi, like just figure it out. <laughs> just going like, all right, we are doing this. And then we kind of just like agreed to take the time instead of like, cause like, could you imagine like 10 day, 10 day old baby? And you're like, gonna go look for a job. And there are people that go back to work days. And I'm, yeah. you know, I felt lucky that I even had the time, yeah. but it was wild. Nursing and newborn is a full-time yeah. job. I could not believe how long it took me to feed those Did you newborns. do all of them too? Yeah. Yeah, good mm-hmm. for you. Well, and you said something before about like how they age so fast. And I was like, I found the cure to that is like, have all your kids four years apart. Then they just keep, <laughs> you're always in every stage and it's fun, but it's definitely, yeah, it's awesome. I've nursed, I guess, five years of my life so wild too because I remember thinking of you I don't know if it was you leaving for the airport or just thinking about you in the airport like flying alone with three kids all of the shit that you have to bring because it's just like not like a toothbrush and some some clad (laughs) tour clothes anymore it's like now you have to think of another human and when you had to think of like three so wild and I'm not a good organizer. I'm like, Adam's definitely the type A. Like, you know, yeah, Honestly, yeah. I wouldn't think that. Like, I wouldn't think yeah, that. okay, fair enough. You should see. He like puts hooks everywhere and he's like cleaning I everything. I can see it, but like just on stage and then thinking about the office. This is what I mean. He's two different people. Like, we've talked about that before. Yeah. It, people don't don't understand. There's definitely yeah. like, it's not necessarily a persona, but I think. Like when you're passionate about something and you get to do something you love, you like, you can show up differently in like various ways in your life. Like your voice acting. Yeah. You can just figure it out and you get to be many different people and pop pop I have to do one tomorrow and I'm going to be, I'm going to I'm excited. this conversation. Well, we talked, we talked a little bit about the things that you're trying to teach Birdie, right? And the things that you want her to be proud of and the ways that you're trying to sort of do that. What are a few things that you're proud of? Past, present, future, things that stand out to you? Yeah. I think like uh, past just really like fucking off and doing my thing and not giving a shit about what anybody thought about it. Also, I don't know why I did this, but like I kind of did things in secret sometimes. So like I would make a decision and I wouldn't really share it because I didn't want it to be for anybody else or 
everybody has an opinion, including myself. I'm like the queen of opinions, probably. I'm like, oh, so let me tell you what you should do. Or like, let me tell you what you should buy on Amazon or like something silly, you know? But I think I just didn't want anybody's opinions and I kind of just wanted to write it out. And I remember, I think like one thing I'll say about, I remember saying to my mom, like, I kind of had like a breakdown, I guess. And, and from that, I was like, well, what do you do to like build yourself back up? I was working a ton and I had no life. And I was like, what are you doing? You know, like, yes, you can have all these things, but really what does that matter if you're not like happy? And I, she came to my apartment one day and it was not like dirty, like messy. Like I just was a mess, you know, like, and that's how it unfolds for me. So like my clothes were everywhere and I was like making money. So I honestly would just buy new outfits. <laughs> like it wasn't a, like, it wasn't even a thing. I think things were just like messy and everything was kind of, and she was like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm very unhappy. And she's like, okay, what are you going to do about it? I don't know if I had thought about it, but it was just, okay, I want to stop working. I want to pack up my apartment and I want to like go to Bali for a month. And I just want to unwind and figure out what I want to do. And when I come back, I just want to move to like Austin. I don't know why, like, I literally can't pinpoint why these were the decisions that I was making, but this was like the, the elusive plan. And like, she kind of got on the phone and okay, like this is how much a mover costs. And like, she did it. But then in hindsight, I like got all this stuff together and this is exactly what happened. I didn't move to Austin, but that's one thing that kind of changed, but I packed all my stuff and I like, left, but I didn't tell anyone. I just kind of like decided like, and I had tons of clients cause I was, um, a hairstylist at the time. And I just gave all my clients to my girlfriend and was like, like I'm done with this part of my life. I've done this. I've done it. Well, let's leave on top, take everybody. They're amazing. I've cultivated a really genuine, amazing clientele. And like, you'll love all of them. And then I went to Bali and I stayed there much longer than a month. And then I came back and things unfolded in different ways. And I did this, but I kind of was, it wasn't like a secret. I just was doing my thing and I didn't have to answer to anybody. And even when Tucker like goes away, those first few days of tour, like, oh, it's the best because it's like, no one questions why I put something somewhere or not that he does this, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like there's an engagement when someone's around where it's just even like, can you plug in my phone? Like when you just have like no one talking to you, you are in your own space, even though I have a baby now. And, <laughs> but so when she goes to sleep and like, you know, she's not asking or doing something, but there's like this weird nostalgic space that I go to because you're very much doing your own thing. And I think there was a lot of value in that. And making that decision. So I think that's past. And I think that's kind of like led me into where I am presently. But then I think like present is, I have a very intense job. And I think all the time, how it'd be so nice to just not work. I honestly do. Like it's my dream. I think this is like kind of my um, cadence. It's like work extremely hard and then maybe take a long break and then work extremely hard at something new. And maybe take a break. So maybe I'm due for that soon. And I'm hoping that happens in a IPO situation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, pushing for that to my CEO every day. But um, yeah, so I think like presently the balance of being like a mom and uh, trying to do both well, I think sometimes I'm doing, I think I'm doing well, good as a mom, but sometimes I feel like more time is spent in my job, which I'm always trying to like find that balance. So it's pretty hard. And then future, I kind of don't, I don't know. I don't like live in that space. I live in like the now, so I don't know what the future holds, but I'll like use the stuff that I've got to deal with it when it comes. 
I love that. I I feel like it's inspiring to hear you say that you are living in the now. I'm definitely, I've told Shawnee before, I'm like, I have like a list of 10 goals that I'm like, all oh, doing all of them. I'm breaking down in the mini goals. And the, I so that. I just, no, but I think that sometimes it's like, but then you never know what's going to unfold. And so maybe yeah. just kind of, kind of like stepping back sometimes and being like, the now is where I'm at. It's good. I just think it's, it's too hard for me. Like I'm, con- I'm pivoting in my job so much. Um, like every day is different and every directive like changes. Like I'm a chief of staff. So this really means like filling in gaps and just picking up on projects and making sure priorities and that those are always shifting in a work capacity in like a startup environment, which is what I'm in. And then like, I don't know, one day Birdie will be a perfect angel. And then the next second, she's a psycho. You know what I mean? Like, and you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) What just happened? And then that's so crazy, right? Because like their brains are just growing and there's so much when they don't sleep and you're like, what's going on? And you're realizing that they're in like a growth period. So their brain is like literally absorbing so much that they actually can't sleep when you start to think about these things. So I'm just like, oh my God, I don't know what happens next week. No, I think I'm supposed to go down the shore in two weeks. I think, you know what I mean? But till my feet are in the sand, like I'm just here. Yeah. Up until literally we got on the plane this, like last week, I was like, I don't know. He's a maniac. Like he is a demon. I'm not sure, but we'll see if it's gone by the time we're supposed to like go on the road because I can't live like this. But then of course it's like, I don't know about the two of you, but every little like burst or, oh, you just hungry or whatever. I'm like, maybe I was upset about something. Maybe I'm like, I'm nervous about something and my energy is coming off on you. I have to get my life together. I have to get my own emotional shit about whatever other work stuff I have going on, like under control, because now you're stressed out. Okay. I'm all about the energy. I get that. Hold on. Do you do, have you ever, do you do a rainbow breath? No. This is so cute, you guys. Okay. So hold on. So I, we do this with Birdie and I'm all about energy, even in my workspace. We are building more women into my team, but it is oftentimes that you're dealing uh, in a C-suite with many men and um, the energy is like off. And I'm always about like, number one, like levity is so important. Life is not that serious. There's nothing that serious unless it's health, you know, like these, these types of things, like, like something chaotic that you're trying to regulate or whatever. But so we do this thing. So, and Birdie does this and it's really cute when a little one does this, but so she's like, namaste. And she goes like, I put my hands together and then you go like this and you do like an in and out rainbow breath. Yeah. And we do it a lot because like Tucker is a very, he's quick to respond and I'm like a little more chill. I'd rather her be on side because like life is just weird and you never know so I'm like oh like what are you feeling right now and and I'm like are you mad are you sad and so we do this rainbow breath get really it's so cute because she like her whole body when they breathe like I think we're jaded and older (laughs) but like her whole body like sinks when she does this it's like the nicest sweetest little thing so maybe do a rainbow breath (laughs) we need to breathe more than we probably do not just to survive like literally just to breathe deeply. For yeah. sure. I love that. I love you're teaching us a lot. And I feel like I'm remembering the time when I was like a better mom before the pandemic. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like I used to read them books like my where are they? I don't know. I've lost everything. It's gonna come back. It's a cycle. Yeah. Anyway, I'm why don't you tell us something that you're excited about right now? I don't know. So this is I'm excited for Tucker. He's got some really cool stuff going on that makes me excited. I love when someone is happy. So he has a new project. 
So he's like, they're really stoked on that. And I think like people are really feeling it. So I love to see him like happy because what I do is a little more like gruesome. Like when I see like people passionate about something, I'm very jealous. What I do, I think I do well and I enjoy doing it. But um, when you see someone like super excited about something, that's like a project that they've like put blood, sweat and tears a little bit into, it's exciting. So I think like seeing that I'm excited for like how that's going to make a shift. I'm excited. Birdie just started school. Um, so I'm super excited for her. And then I think the most exciting thing for me is we launched a product. So now this means that I'm supposed to have a little bit of downtime. So we're taking a break in like uh, uh, two weeks about, and I think that like, I just really am excited to be at the beach. It's, I had a beach house when I was uh, little, we always had this second house. And so it's a place that I feel the most grounded. And so I'm really like looking forward to kind of just like being in that space and, and kind of just uh, taking a little bit of a mental break in a place like that I want to be. Last week we had a break for work, but I was home and like doing this transition into school, which was tough. So I think that will be nice for me. Like those bike rides, the beach at night and boardwalk sitting in the ocean. I'm excited for that. Such a healing thing. It really is. I think like everybody has a space uh, where they feel like you walk into it and you can just feel it. It's different. Like the, the air feels different. I'm hoping for that feeling to wash over me (laughs) and I'm hoping to to keep it for a little bit after too yeah bottle it up yep all you can do is open the space for it and just hope that it shows up yeah aside from getaways what sort of advice do you have for other bandwives or partners in general tips or tricks or um I think it's embracing those moments of silence I think oftentimes People want to fill them, myself included, because I'm like very chatty. And I think like when you're around people, you're trying to like keep that buzz a little bit, particularly like when you're out and about or whatever. But I think that solitude of like getting a little space for yourself to get like clarity. I think a lot of people move away from it. And like I said before, I've I really always want to put myself in uncomfortable positions, push myself at a job or something, do something that's doesn't feel quite right because usually that's the sweet spot for me. So I think just being in that space and kind of embracing it is one tip that I have. Um, Not freaking out too much because if your mind can just play tricks on you uh, when people are far away, it's just not worth going to that space. I hear a lot of women, particularly like just creating a little bit more then maybe things are when you were out, like you're just like hanging out or doing whatever or someone's around. It's not that big of a deal. So I think like just kind of honing in that like tour isn't really that interesting <laughs> or like people are working or whatever it may be. So like, don't get too hung up on creating something that's not real. And then I think find something that helps you zone out and mine is 100% garbage television. Mm-hmm. there's always something I think like Misha will like read like 75 books and I'm like I literally can't I just want to watch also garbage television I love garbage stuff. yeah like sometimes even Tucker like because I'm like I just need I just need this you don't understand and then he'll get sucked into it too it's like mindless it's so you're just like there spacing out a little so I think like find something like that whether that's a bar class or like yoga the t- the typical things that you might think of or just something that just makes you feel 
like you're zoning out, hone in on it and do it till you've exhausted it and then go back to it when you get that time back. Yeah. Wait, wait, what's the garbage TV? I do. I definitely do Real Housewives, particularly like the New Jersey (laughs) one. I just think is so funny because we do get a really bad rep, right? So we lived in Brooklyn and Greenpoint for like, oh, I think like 11 years. Um, But, you know, Tucker and I are both from New Jersey. And I'm not saying it's like the most fabulous place in the world or anything, but it's not that table flipping, like accent that is portrayed. Best on episode ever. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> I mean, she is a wild one and it's like so entertaining to watch, right? But I also love Beverly Hills and I do, I did, I do get sucked into the Kardashians, but then I also polar opposite like HGTV, like I love these home renovation shows and I'm always undoing this house that I'm in. Like we, I had someone come the other day for a renovation and I was telling Tucker how much I thought it was going to be and all of these things, like, as if I know I'm <laughs> the, I literally am, can just do the architectural drawings in my head. You know what I mean? And I was like, so we're going to need to move the staircase. And he's like, what are you talking about? move the staircase and then the contractor came in and my sister and I always kind of like think about things like well don't tell people your ideas like you know hear them out so I was like you know I need it to be like this and I need like a like a big closet and da, 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 da. and so like we're having this conversation he's like okay so you know you're gonna probably want to reorient where the staircase is like right when he said it I was like <laughs> I wish Tucker was here and of course he was like playing for someone I, I don't know what he was doing but he was uh I think like shooting a music video or something for someone and like playing drums somewhere and I was like damn I wish he was here <laughs> I like I was so spot on and then he was like oh this idea like once we really started to get into it and like talking about it I was all it so yeah I definitely like get sucked into that for sure and then like, weirdly, I like to watch like surfing videos. <laughs> That's oh, like yeah. a little Zen too. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. Did you ever watch that show Cheer? This is like not off topic, but kind of. Is this like on Netflix? Yes. When I think of it, I think of it as like the perfect mix of drama, reality, and surfing videos because you have these kids who are really good at something. Like the flipping and the practice and the routine is so Zen to me, but the drama is real. I know. And honestly, I do feel like sometimes life can be that dramatic. When you're like 20 and you're cheerleading and wherever the hell they are, Texas. Texas. <laughs> yeah. Right. Really close to where I went to college. Yeah. All right. I'll have to check that. I've definitely like seen the preview for it. This is going to be something that I keep in my brain. This is another note for exactly. like when he goes, because there are things that like are for me. And then there are things that are for us to mm-hmm. like yes. some of the things. Some things are sacred. The, the worst thing I can hear is like, if I'm watching something and it's like, it's for me and you can leave the room. I'm like, I get it. You might think it's garbage. But I cannot believe you watch this. I just, I'm like, I cannot believe you're talking to me right now while I'm watching. <laughs> I cannot believe you're disturbing my vibe. Get out of my chill zone. <laughs> Don't say that to me. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my gosh. This is for me and this is for us. I think is the name of this episode. This is it. Okay. This is the poll. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So now we have, um, this is our softball as we call it. Okay. So the tough one. What do you know to be true about yourself 
the world, and the universe? Hold on. Uh, well, two of them, I feel like, might be the same answer. I am tough. The world is tough. And the universe is ever-flowing and has, like, a series of paths that you can and cannot take. And there are doors that you can and cannot open. And it's all up to you what you're doing, but it's it's there, or at least I believe it to be. Like, it's it's all there. It's just a matter of when you're ready to, like, take those courses, whether they're straight and narrow or off course or whatever it may be. It's all there. So if you didn't do it, then you can still do it. It's there for you when you're ready. Killed it. That was so easy for you. Wow, you nailed it. <laughs> God. Yeah, I feel like when I was asked that question, I was like, nothing. I don't know, but... <laughs> I just started crying. <laughs> when I was pregnant, I went in and they, um, like the, initially when we were supposed to go to a hospital, the woman asked this question, which was like probably her softball in her industry. And she asked Tucker, like, what is it that you do for yourself? And Tucker listed off like a million things that he did for himself. And she asked him first. And then she asked me and my answer was nothing. And she was like, so if it's nothing now, and then she turned to Tucker and she was like, do you hear that? He was like, yes, I hear that. And she was like, so I want you both to listen very carefully. If she, if her knee jerk reaction is to say nothing, which maybe it's accurate, maybe it's not like, maybe she's just not thinking about something. You are going to need to pay attention because that is not okay. She has to have something like you have all of these things. Like she has to have something still don't know that my answer is not nothing but I do think about it quite often like I just thought it was like a really powerful softball that she kind of swung at us and it was so interesting because he just like rattled off all these like interesting things and I literally was like I don't know like what I do for myself right now that's like all for me yeah yeah there wasn't much so I like a softball also just like the things that I used to do for myself meant I went and like lived by myself in some <laughs> foreign country and like had no hotel except for one night and like figured my way and like had no phone like just like the weirdest of things like my mom would be like how am I going to get in touch with you and I was like I don't know you know like how how will we know you're landed and I was like I don't guess I guess look on the website like I don't know like I will, I'm not going to be in touch right so I don't know how feasible those things are at that time so watching a show is not enough. I need to yeah. go to an airport and disappear and create a second <laughs> life. <laughs> and like, how funny would that be if I like did that as a cycle? Like I told Tucker, like once a year, I'm going to vanish for a week. I'll come back. I had nothing weird. Then. I just am gonna, but even sometimes now that you're like a mom, like you have actual alone time and I'm like, oh, I want to go pick her up. Instantly. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like hard because it's, it's it's a different thing. It's not like I want to go pick Tucker up. It's like I want to, you know, she's so like cute and little and funny. You just like want someone running around calling, causing a little chaos in your life. But yeah, so I think like maybe when she's a little older, the new thing will be to take her on like a crazy adventure, and that will be like fulfilling to me and to her because that would be pretty cool. Sounds so fun. Yeah. It's funny you said that my mom literally just walked. She's like, I hear the code on the door. I was like, someone's going to murder us. I'm on this podcast. That's my mom. <laughs> but we traveled that way. Like, you know, we started doing trips together, the two of us, when, when I was like in high school. And it is, it is such a game changer. It's so much fun. I just figured out my future thing. I'm excited for that. Oh, yay. Okay. Now I have an answer. 
I love traveling with my kids so much more than being at home. Honestly, it's hard for me to do the regular life. Uh, so I just feel like I look forward to that all the time. Yeah. Just taking them on the airplane. Like I'd rather be in an airplane with them, even if one of them screaming, <laughs> probably than like carpool. I do like a club. Yeah. You have to imagine they feel that way too, right? When you go on these trips and you see how excited they are and how much fun they're having and you're like, man, life, like real life and the grind sucks. It sucks it for everybody. I'm in it and I feel a lot of pressure often to like uphold this like having it togetherness and and Tucker gets to be transient and I think that my natural like flow is to go towards being transient because that's like a space that I was in and even this kind of like discussion of like I did something and then I didn't do it and then I did something else it's not because like I can't do something for a long time it's more just like that kind of builds that like really uncomfortable space for me where I like enjoy and he gets to do all that and I like always feel this pressure a little bit to have like this stability and it like it's so unnatural for me maybe is why I do it too because it's like uncomfortable for me but um yeah I don't I don't know it's like uh it's such a double-edged sword because you're like do I need health insurance yes like, you're the one <laughs> like, you know, you just want to go yeah. do something crazy. But yeah, I'm excited for those days for her and for me when we can be on planes. And it, what, it was so scary for us. I thought she'd be much more well-traveled and she has not been. So we need to kick into high gear next year, I think. There's a lot of time to catch up. They, yes. they, they adjust so quickly. It's crazy. Yeah. Use that unlimited vacation. <laughs> Actually put it into use. Well, we talked a little bit about, obviously, we talked about what you're watching. Uh, is there anything else you're reading or listening to that you want to recommend changing your life? Um, not late. I'm not finding like a ton of space for that. I do like always OG have, um, I guess, like armchair expert and kind of like, I really like Dax Shepard's love uh, Dax. And, and honestly, like, I don't know how I felt about him prior to it, right? Like he kind of like this like jokey, maybe not so serious actor. Like I don't, I don't, he was kind of in like some like funnier things, you know, some people were super serious movies and he was kind of in some like, you know, random stuff. But then like, I don't know, I like love him so much. And he's like so annoyingly smart that it would think, like I would think that I'd be annoyed by that, but I like love it so much. And I love that fact check and all that stuff. So I definitely like hone into that. Um, I'm not like reading much lately, except for Notion pages, which I don't know if y'all use Notion, but it is like a, a wiki um, for for people that are working all day. So it's like our source of truth, if you will. So I'm always reading like up on our industry and what's going on and kind of like this really interesting ecosystem, but like nothing that's like earth shattering. Um, I was reading about women scientists today, like data scientists and some, an interesting top 10 list. I think it's just like cool to see like a black woman that was a very long time ago, became like a NASA scientist. Like that's so cool. The world is wild right now for women. And I'm just like, that's so badass. Um, it's like the typical stuff that probably everyone says, like serial killer, <laughs> like, you know, like weird things that you're just like, what's happening um, in the world. But yeah, I, I kind of like when I have a chance, those are the go-tos. And obviously Elvis is just on all the time right now. So that's our, our go-to. Yeah. Okay. 
So would Elvis be your theme song or, or I'm curious, Lexi, what would your theme song be? Oh my God. You know, I really have a good answer to this and I can't like, I have to, I have to think about this. So this is actually a question that I used to ask people. <laughs> I'm going to give someone's funny answer. I, we used to ask this, like, so we would do this thing called like, um, we would welcome people into our company and we would kind of like berate them with questions, random questions, uh, tacos or burritos or like all these random things. And my question was always like, what's your theme song when you walk into the room? And I don't know what it is right now. You know what actually is my theme? It's, okay, it's right now. Big Dick Energy is literally giving me life. It is not always my theme song to enter a room, but it is 100% right now. Like when I hear that song, I feel so fucking amazing that like that is what I'm going with at this particular moment. And it's so nasty a little bit. And I literally don't care. But Purdy is repeating everything right now. And so if she were to say any of the words in that song, if she were to sing a line from that song, I would love it. Because you know what she's doing lately? She, I think this is in Sing, actually. She's just goes, she ha- does two Valley Girl things, which is very weird. When she's a dog, all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, so cute. And I kept- <laughs> but then she also is going like, oh my God, look at her butt. And so, yeah. that's from Sing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bunnies, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So if I, I wouldn't be mad at that. That big dick energy is like what I need right now because I am literally trying to fuck shit up. Like I am not, I'm coming. Like there's a lot of rage inside of me considering the uh, climate of the world right now. And I feel it big time sometimes. And when I'm like in the car, that is like the moment right now, right now. So that's it. Mm-hmm. That's solid. I, like, there's probably some good ones that I'm not thinking of because I'm like more of an old school vibe. But that right now is like, I'm feeling that. Yeah, Did that's you? your that's your entry music today. Today, yeah, this month. <laughs> okay, well, this one we kind of covered. You're about to enter into this whole summer of touring. What is the guilty pleasure that you'll be looking forward to when you're on your own? It's actually different. Yeah. So, so yeah, like TV aside, honestly, and this is kind of weird. There is at night. So I work in a distributed company and I actually, there's so much movement during the day and like so much distraction that sometimes I just want to like sit on the couch, put on something trashy, grab myself like a little sparkling water and work without being disturbed. And like, I'm working at home and there is a pressure uh, when you're doing things with someone around that when they're not around, whatever it may be, for me, it's like, no one's telling me I'm working too much. No one's like telling me, you know, hey, pay attention to me like baby, like there's things going on. So sometimes like just being in that space and then also not having everyone ping you and like doing something that's like going to get you to a better space for tomorrow without anybody saying anything about it or feeling the pressure that I should be like spending time somewhere else. uh, That's probably going to be like weirdly my little guilty pleasure. And then also going to get like a spa pedicure. (laughs) 
and dropping my kid off at my mom's and just going and getting, if you ever come to New Jersey, well, I'm going to take you to the best pedicure. And you're it's really going to ruin you. You'll come from New York to get it. You're going to have to fly. I think I want to do that. Also, I think we need to do like a spa castle full day. We have a better one in New Jersey. They see, I'll do it. not so bad. Scrub me. We have something called Soju Spa. Soju Spa has a rooftop pool that overlooks New York City. I'm in. Yes. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's gone. I got my hair done today. My friend was like, you got to go get this facial for my friend. And I was like, all right. And I, I was like, signed up. And yeah, because you just got to do that stuff. When they're gone. But also, like, this is that same feeling of me, like, no one's saying, oh, that's what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just yes. like, don't have to answer to anybody. I just, like, love that. Like, I just, like, embrace. Yes. Not that anybody, like, tells me what to do. Not even having to have that thought is, like, that is the space that, yes. that I, like, crave and feels really good sometimes. Just not even thinking about that. Yeah, not having to worry about other opinions. Yeah. Like, maybe you throw me a vibe. That I'm like, uh oh, should I not be doing that? Yeah. <laughs> no one's there to say shit to me. So that's, yeah. There's something really blissful about just being able to do the things you want to do in the moment. Yeah. And that's the thing I think that sucks for them. It's hard to remember. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm home and I have like the luxury of our house and the quiet and the solitude, but you're out with like 20 dudes. Hold on, but do you find that in your relationships, they kind of need to be around people versus, not my husband he's like such an introvert i'm definitely the one who's like i want to be running around and doing things and being same okay yeah yeah what about you same i think no i think tucker i think it's i think it's interesting i think that there's like certain things that he wants to do alone um but when it comes down to it like we we always have this conversation and he's always like is it so bad that i just want to like hang out with my wife Cause like there are like a, some people, I won't say any names. Neither of you, neither of your significant others, but people that we know that like are kind of like, I don't want to hang out with my significant other. Like, ugh. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I don't like love to hear it. It's not a you know, it's not great. But then like he always like says this to me. I think that he likes to be around people. I think it like it's sometimes hard when he's not. But I think it's like a balance that he's now striking versus I think there was a time and a place where he really like wanted to like have that social and kind of that stimulation all the time. I think he probably yeah. values it a little bit more now, but I still think he probably prefers to be around people versus my preference is to probably be like in solitude alone in yeah. the middle. Tucker is definitely is an outgoing extrovert kind of guy. But he will be like, oh, I have social anxiety. And I'm like, this is like legit in your head. You do not. <laughs> you're creating something wrong with you because you're so great. So you're just going to create something. No. <laughs> but like, you know, he always says that. And I'm like, no, that's like not. No one would ever say that about you. So. Maybe he like needs a one day to regenerate or whatever. He needs like an hour to work out. Mm-hmm. That's like his current thing like when he misses that you can tell and when he plays the drums he plays the drums for like hours every single day and he's like if I don't then I like lose my chops basically he feels it like we'll go on vacation for a week he's gonna be weird because he's not doing that does he bring like an electric no (laughs) (laughs) I think he'll bring he has like a little reflex pad that he usually brings with him but yeah but he'll probably play like the week before we go 
day and night. That's cool. So that he can like kind of get a little extra time in. So wild. Yeah. Our drummer, Josh, will run. He'll get up and run seven miles and then he'll like play. The runner. Yeah. He's like, it's the only way that I know to keep that level of action up, you know, and it's like, I don't know. If I'm like running a mile, I'm not doing anything else that day. I'm just relaxing, <laughs> sleeping, having a donut, <laughs> having a snack. Like, yeah. Hit my peak athleticism yeah. for the day. Um, are you going to travel at all this summer? What's your? So he, I think uh, Tucker really kind of starts the end of August. There's going to be some stuff. I think the right now because the baby's so little. I think it's like it's not exactly. Do you want to deal with like a baby on the boat? Like, I don't, I don't know that that's like what we're navigating now. So I think it's going to be a little more like us time, which will be nice. And then we'll like kind of leave her. Maybe uh, she'll like come out for a few things, but yeah, I want to travel a little bit. He's doing some cool stuff, but then also like independent lady over here, like my birthday is in October. They're never home for like these functions. So it's like, you just kind of figure out your own thing. Um, I did say to him, I literally could care less about anything that is like, wedding anniversary, birthday, like any of those types of things. But I did tell him there are three things I care about for Birdie, which is her birthday, which might not always happen all the time, but I would like it to. Halloween, which was boggling his mind. He was like, you want me home for Halloween every year? And I was like, 100%. If you're not home for Halloween, like there's going to be a big problem. And Christmas, like I don't, they play shows all around Christmas. I think like Taking Back does too. Yeah. Holiday shows or whatever. I can hear less about the day before, the day after, but like just be home for Christmas. And honestly, Halloween, I think is more important than her birthday. <laughs> is that like wild? <laughs> so yeah. So I think it'll be like a little time for us to kind of hang and, and do that. They're doing that. Like, um, what is it? When we were young or whatever. That baby Yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be like fun. Yeah. Like I require like a cabana. There's a, the requirements have really gone up. Like I need a cabana. I was like, I really need to be hooked up. Meanwhile, I'll probably go to not a single show. I'll be like, oh. you, know, you know, whatever. But we'll see. I let me know if you go. I'm gonna. I think I'll try to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that he's gonna be doing probably double time, so it's gonna be. And he plays in a lot of stuff. Sometimes you just think it's like you're rolling on that one schedule. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on. Then Tucker gets hit up um by one of our friends who like wrote all this music and then he sent it to adam and at do you even know this this is like pandemic babies this is like the musical (laughs) version of pandemic babies everybody was just like didn't know what to do with themselves and started writing something like their little room or like in their garage in my case tucker wrote like there's crazy stuff going on there were projects that were invented from that there was like you know, he was, he did, Seth Meyers has, I saw that, yeah. he did that from home because they like did this weird live for like, it was wild. Like the things that he's like, you know, my space really paid off. <laughs> he's always <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, oh, but man. yeah, there's just some interesting stuff. So yeah, I think the fall will be fun. So I definitely want to try to get out there as much, but also I don't know, you get a little jaded about stuff. So I think I'm excited for the newer stuff because it'll be like new and fresh. Whereas like some sometimes you see them play and it's like really fun, but you're kind of like seeing this, done this. So when when something's new or someone comes on to play with them or something like that, it's like fun. So new projects are cool. That's awesome. Well, I think we covered everything. 
I learned a lot. We've like settled in. I know. You could go like another two hours just. I, we really could make this a double episode. We need to have like a dinner yeah. and just be like, oh, hi. We've never met. I don't think we've ever we've met. We've never like, met, which I was going to like say no. at the start of this call. Is this not wild? Which is like weird because I feel like you meet people and you might not remember, but then you like see, at least for me, like I might know someone's name. Yeah. But I like know their face and we, I don't think we've ever met. No, I don't think we've crossed paths. Like I've seen Tucker often, like, you know, at shows and things like that. But I, I feel like our paths are, even if they play festivals, it's always like a day after or like, yeah, we're like just not kind of. Quite yeah, it's... it's going to happen now. It's like when you get a car that no one has and you've never seen it on the road and then like next day, yeah, now we're like 75 of them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. get ready. I hope so. Get ready. I'm seeing a lot of things. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Have a good night. We'll let you go. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.